financial crisis has a way of waking us up to reality. Whether it is a national recession on the horizon or a personal consequence based on a decision, we each know how money can affect us in numerous ways, and the way we handle our monies is a lot about us. It's time to go to second mile in financial budgeting. Hey, this is Travis Agnew. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus, who said, if anyone asks you to go uh, one mile, go to him the second mile as well. That we want to go all in in our pursuit of following Jesus with our lives, not doing just the bare minimum, but saying that we want to go all the way. Because uh, someone as glorious and wonderful as Jesus does not to be kept at an arm's length or even at a distance from a gaze. And so this even applies into one of those areas that honestly is so difficult for us in life, and that is to give Jesus the authority, uh, the right to meddle in our finances, because we want to say that they are our finances. But ultimately, anything that we have is a gift from God. And so that's why on this episode, I want to talk to you about why developing a budget is a spiritual issue. Um, You know, I can remember that when I was younger, uh, I remember that there were people that that told me there was different types of of folks out there that when you would go to a restaurant or something, that if you were to get a to-go plate, that some people didn't mind what type of plate you got. But some of you remember those styrofoam plates that you can find. It's either one big plate where everything runs into each other, and there are also those styrofoam plates that have different dividers so you can keep uh, different food items from not touching each other. And there's a lot of people who would prefer that. I call them food isolationists, right, where they just like to keep everything separate, keep everything neat and tidy whether they don't run into each other. And I really do believe that a lot of people take their spiritual health in that same direction. They say, Jesus, I'll give you a big section of my life, but I don't want you meddling in stuff that I don't want you interfering with. Uh, So we might say, hey, Jesus, you can help me out in blessing me and and keeping me on track. When it comes to my finances, I really don't want to hear what your word has to say. I want to hear, I really want to do what I want to do. And it becomes this issue of uh, we're just wanting to say that Jesus is Lord in certain areas. But if we don't want a part-time Savior, then we definitely don't want a part-time Lord. We want Him because His ideas, His ways are far better than our ways. And so that's why developing a budget is a spiritual issue. Um, you know, Proverbs ten sixteen says that the wage of the righteous leads to life, but the gain of the wicked to sin. That obviously with what we do with our finances, it has a lot to do with um, really an indicator of what our righteousness looks like. Um, in fact, it says in Proverbs fourteen twenty four that the crown of the wise is their wealth, but the folly of fools brings folly. That you can be so unwise with the finances that you've been giving that it causes even more despair and more frustration, more disappointment in your life. And it comes down to, are you going to be obedient to God's word regarding finances? So let's see what his word has to tell us about it. You know, one of my favorite uh, verses in the scripture about finances comes from Proverbs chapter 15, verse, verse 16 where he says, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. So he's saying, look, it's better to have not that much uh, in the bank as long as you continue to maintain a fear of the Lord, doing what he says to do with what you do have, rather than having great treasure and trouble with it. And here's the deal. It doesn't really, it's, it's not an amount issue that really gets us into trouble. Oftentimes what's the issue is, is that we get ourselves into trouble because we're not surrendering our rights uh, regarding the finances that God has given us. And so it is better to have a, a little bit 
with the fear of the Lord than have great treasure and trouble with it. So uh, honestly, there's a lot of different reasons why people will not want to have a budget. Uh, some, it's due to fear. Uh, you might be too fearful that when they start messing around and you start looking at your budget, you're not going to be exactly excited about what you find. Some people don't want to develop a budget due to comparison. That You look at what others have and you, you don't want to be face reality. You're, you're just looking at what everybody else has and you think you need to get it so you keep spending on money, honestly, that you don't have. You need to re- remember that you don't let what others own own you. Just because someone else has something doesn't mean that you have to have it because it leads to discontentment. Because when you can't afford the type of lifestyle you think you deserve, you will make financial decisions that will cost you more away in the long run. So when you, you start uh, overspending and doing things you can't do, it causes this discontentment to rise up and you make financial decisions that will haunt you for many years to come. Some people don't want to prepare a budget due to busyness, right? You're just too busy. You're too important. you got too many other things to go on to sit down and really uh, look at where you are financially. But if you never create the margin to develop and maintain a budget process that works for you, that works for your family, you may never experience a financial peace of mind. In fact, you may just be living in fear and danger. And and some, some people, they don't ever get around to developing a budget due to disorganization. Just a failure to address the pertinent issues right now, if you just decide you're not going to do it, it will cause more pain later than it will be to wade through them now. Like, honestly, you just need a reality check. Look what you've got and say, okay, I'm going to uh, just uh, discern where I am. And so the reason that you want these goals for developing a budget, the reason why it's so important is, I'm going to give you a few things that why it is a spiritual issue. You want to promote in your life a sense of eager generosity. You want to uh, be able to be generous with what God has given you, with the opportunities and resources that you have, and say, I want to be as generous as I possibly can. You want to steward your blessings in order to bless others, not just to keep them for yourself. But also it's important as you're developing a budget to maintain an aligned strategy. And what that means is that you need to establish a system uh, in your family uh, that provides regular opportunities for financial awareness and upcoming plans. So when you develop an aligned strategy, it's not like this is my money and this is her money and this is the kid's money. No, you have an aligned strategy and some type of way that you continue to check in on your family situation so you can see regular opportunities uh, on a consistent basis to have a financial awareness of where you are and also to look at upcoming plans. There are certain things that come up, say like Christmas every year, where if you're not prepared for it, you really could spend a lot more money than what you needed to do because you never sat down and had this aligned strategy where you know where the other person is. Uh, A third issue that you need to address is lifestyle accuracy. Attempting to live beyond your means will eventually cost you more than you can afford. And what a budget allows you to do is to say, look, this is what we have in the bank. This is what we're able to spend. And it gives you an accurate look at your lifestyle and doesn't allow you to get too far out there because most people get into a situation where honestly they think they can afford more than they actually can and they start spending money that they don't have. So when you develop a budget, you can have a, even if it's a rude awakening, you can at least see where you are. You can at least see what you're able to do and not get too far, too far out there. So when you try to live beyond your means, it's going to cost you more in the long run. So developing a budget allows you to see reality as it is, to address where you are, and to ensure that you don't spend money that you don't have to spend outright.
So some additional goals for developing a budget that you want to do. Um, there, and this is one that is, is very important, I would say, especially for someone who's married, is that you want to have a complete transparency. Now we talked about having an aligned strategy, right? But complete transparency means that you're honest with your situation, you're honest with your spending, there's no hidden agenda. See, in, in marriage, it says that uh, the two become one. It doesn't even say they become a team or they become a pair. They become one, so they think as one, they act as one, they save as one, they spend as one, they give as one. And to have complete transparency is so very important because what's not transparent can lead room uh, for just stuff in the dark to happen and can lead to distrust, frustration, anger, bitterness, you name it. Uh, Family is going to rarely survive an ongoing spending deception and any type of escalating financial frustration. So... Let's just say that something's happening that uh, you got a demotion in your job, but you're afraid to tell your spouse that, or or you have, don't have enough to, to pay these bills, and you think that you can make up for it, and you're not being transparent. What happens in these financial situations is that it always compounds, right? It always gets worse before it gets better, and it would be better for you to have complete transparency when it's getting bad versus when this is a train wreck, right? There's no turning this thing around. So you want to be honest open right now uh, where the situation is. The uh, number five goal for developing a budget is to have a future mentality. When you're able to have a budget, uh, it's it helps you look forward to the future and not be unaware of where you are. So any financial strategy that disregards future needs will confront your family at the worst possible time. So you need to be looking at your budget, not just how you're spending it this week, but what does it look like in a month from now? Look at what does it look like when a vacation comes or when a financial crisis hits, right, in a country or in your life, when a, when a job loss happens, when you retire. See, if all you're doing is just living paycheck to paycheck, you can never prepare for where you need to be. And here's the thing. One day, all that stuff's going to catch up um, to you. And if you can't handle it, you know what happens? Is that means that you become a burden to the people that you honestly want to be a blessing for. So I don't want to live in such a way that one day I'm a burden to my children rather than a blessing. And, And the sixth goal for developing a budget is for practical tranquility. That what you want is that you want to have peace. And I know a lot of people, uh, individuals, singles, married, families, you name it, companies, whatever, that if they can't control their spending, if they don't have a budget, what happens is it brings chaos and frustration, fear in their life. If you can control your spending and develop a budget, you will experience a needed peace for your life. So even if the financial situation isn't what you want it to be, at least you get a good, healthy picture of where you are. And so it gives you this peace of mind to know, this is where I am. I have um, It's open and honest communication with the people that I need to be open and honest with. And it gives you this peace that you desperately need. It's good to have a little with the fear of the Lord than I have a whole lot. And, and just to be in complete, utter chaos with it. The, the type of stress that finances bring is something that ruins marriages, uh, is detrimental to your health, can really compound issues even in your own spiritual development. And so you won't have practical tranquility. So when you look at this, you say, okay, now how am I going to do this? You have to make yourself to say, I'm going to force myself to take some time 
to really unpack where we where I am and, and develop a budget. This doesn't happen in 20 minutes one day. In fact, I would encourage you in the next couple of weeks, go ahead and put on the calendar when your next payday is going to be and decide that you're going to see and just get everything out on the table, right? To look at where you are and to say, this is where my financial situation is and this is where I need to be and to start developing a budget. I want to talk next week about how you actually develop that budget. But the goal is to have eager generosity, aligned strategy, lifestyle accuracy, complete transparency, future mentality, and practical tranquility. It is worth it. I promise you this as you follow God in this area. I hope to see you on the second mile.